Hello, hello. Welcome to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. I am your host, the Gnarly Gnome. I am on location at uh, this Dogberry 2.0, the new Dogberry. Yeah, not Dogberry to, uh, the second. Not to take, yeah, Dogberry the second. Not to take anything away from Madtree 2.0. So although, we will be Dogberry the second. Although, this is as big of a jump in size and production and tap room space as theirs is. We so, had that. Yeah discussion with mr blevins last week and we are technically making a bigger jump that's kind of crazy to think about i <laughs> yeah. when i first got in here um i asked you uh, is, is it is it exciting is it terrifying is it i mean your answer was all of the above the answer is <laughs> yes all of the above <laughs> so chris and tony from dogberry you know thank you guys for Hello. i guess sitting down with me um it was Thanks a last minute here. booking and i appreciate you guys coming through for me when uh when I needed a show. Well, it's sure. our pleasure. Yeah. Um, for anybody that doesn't know what is happening in my life, I'm on <laughs> Baby Watch, so um, I couldn't venture too far away from home. I needed a show because I don't know when I'm going to be able to do the next show. It's yeah, kind of a weird... Nobody could tell from the uh, Twitter post about uh, diaper changing stations. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All of a sudden, these things that weren't really important before are now, so... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, are there going to be diaper changing stations here? We have zero. <laughs> no diaper changing stations. No, but feel free to change your baby wherever you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you guys, for anybody that did not listen to um, what was that last show we were on? It was episode. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I don't feel like looking it, it up. So, summer. Spring. It was. It was late spring, spring early spring, maybe March or so. So yeah. you know, go oh, back man. and. Wow. Um, I think. You can find it pretty easy on iTunes. When we had hatched this crazy idea. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> we are here. still in Westchester, but closer to uh, kind of Union Center, I guess, is the area that I would consider this. Correct. Uh, Crescent Park Drive. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, this is this is an exciting kind of change, an exciting growth, an exciting uh, new chapter for who you guys are and who you're going to be in the in the coming years. I mean, you've got a lot of room to grow into this place. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah. A lot of room to finally stretch out a little yeah. bit and uh, all those space. Lots of room for activities. Yeah, there won't <laughs> there there won't be any more excuses about well, I just could not get in the parking lot. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Yeah, we're well, taking away that. If, if this parking lot doesn't work, I think there's probably parking over there and over, over there, there and over there. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I imagine this place clears out uh, after everybody leaves for work. So there's probably plenty of parking. Yeah. Um, sure. Well, before we before we get into all that, you know, they, we we drink beer. You know, we, we do from the beer fridge if you uh, couldn't the hear the sound effect that just went off it did <laughs> it did um, <laughs> um we've got all kinds of beer to drink what are we going to drink <laughs> um well <laughs> whatever you want to talk about we'll talk about well we had our night started with um citra from our uh, single hop series which i think maybe we'll get into a little bit later that we're discussing leaning toward calling it our simplicity series and it's going to be a, a, a staple of what's being produced here. Did, did, uh, it, did it catch you guys off guard when you, I know that the, the, the experimental series was kind of a, just a kind of a space to play with some stuff. But yeah. Did it, did it catch you off guard how popular they were? And how, a couple how of them did, especially up? Citra. I mean, Citra's fantastic. holy shit, they, they just said, keep making it. it. When we put it on tap, it's gone. And, you know, it, it's... It's one of those beers that has worked out really well. Of course, it's a really well-loved hop, but that beer, the way it's it's balanced and the way it works, is uh, it's pretty unique in, in how enjoyable it is across the range of beer fans. Uh, and and Mosaic is on right now. Mosaic, um, which we have here with us tonight as well. Um, coming up soon, Nelson will be tapped. I think we're kegging that on Monday or Tuesday next week. And I, I I love the Nelson personally. Yeah. I think it's one of my uh, favorites of. It's a it's maybe, a, maybe not as much as Citra, but pretty. It's close. a unique beer. Um, you know, it's it's a complex type hop. Well, it's one of those hops that I feel like you you find a lot mixed in with some other stuff, and you don't really know which flavors are coming from what. And right. When you break it down to just that hop, you start to you get some of that that whiny kind of stuff that's going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's that's where it comes from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know the the beautiful part about that that series of beers that we've done we haven't messed with the uh 
with the uh, malt bill at all. So not a smash by any means. Um, Maris Otter, rye, carapils, and just a little bit. For some unknown reason, we use just a little bit of American Turo in each batch. And it it works really well. I think um, it gives a, a nice complexity to the malt bill, but it really lets the hop shine at the same time. It's not a it's not a basic empty beer that you're just saying this is what this hop tastes like. Well, but. we we've we've gotten so used, to, um, and not that this is a bad thing. And I know a lot of people love these West Coast IPAs that are this this two row really kind of simple malt bill with these big hops that kind of come in mm-hmm. and smack you in the face, and. I, I don't, th- I mean, and I don't want to say that nobody's doing it, but I mean, look how popular these East Coast IPAs and we mm-hmm. all saw all the craziness from Brass Monkey and that kind of stuff that just something different, some other kind of, some other kind of, of, of yeast flavor, some other kind of malt flavors that change the, almost the feel of the beer, the mouthfeel. I hate the word mouthfeel, but it's, mm-hmm. that's what it is, you know, and it, right. it, it the experimental series is, is fantastic for that. It's not that right. real basic kind of exactly there's no malt just so you only taste the hop you know what's very funny about that is it's the uh with a little bit of a tweak it's the it's the malt bill from our blonde ale hmm. that that really makes that may, makes you go back and think when you drink our blonde ale it's not it, it's not what you think it's not just a light beer it's a it's a it's a complex beer as far as a blonde goes i mean i know we're getting into splitting hairs there it's a it's a it's a starter beer for the crafty but that malt bill adds a little bit of complexity and allows you to let some hops shine without without making them the superstar of the of the right or or making it too quote-unquote bitter hoppy is when you know people come in and they look at your board and they see IPA, yeah. IPA, IPA, and I go, oh, I don't like IPAs. And, you know, whatever I'm sitting there, that gets me excited. I'm like, yeah. no, 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 this is perfect. You yeah, know, I here, think you finally get to see whether, that. that whether anything. we realize it or not, we're on a quiet mission to make people appreciate the Maris Otter grain. I, I love Maris yeah. Otter. And um, I, I think with some of the, um, you've got your, your ESB and stuff like that, mm-hmm. where, where the, these, these different types of styles that pull out these other malt flavors it's you know it gets it gets some of the nerds like me excited to see yeah and that esb right now is on nitro so folks it's uh you're down to the last keg if if you haven't had it you need to go get it Mm -hmm. it's but once (laughs) you guys come into this space are we going to see way more nitro stuff yeah i think um two or three taps maybe yeah at least one all the time um you know when we can work in more we'll we'll definitely do that that's awesome Uh, it's you know one of those things that is that's kind of shifted lately that people are starting to see that I think gets people kind of pumped up about what's going to happen in this place. You know? It's almost coming back to what it used yep. to be when, when we came up in this in this deal when we were fans, when most of the folks that you're talking to now were kids. You know, it's we're getting back to the simplicity and the beauty of, of beer and not it's not just a, uh, a show. Right, and that's... Thanks to places like you guys, though. You, I mean, you you definitely play a part in that, especially here in Cincinnati. You know, see so you see places that that are doing something a little bit differently because it's what they loved when they started drinking beer. So now, oh, now we're going to pay royalties. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what what's in front of me? What are we drinking? That is speaking of hazy northeast style IPAs. Um, that beer does not have any flaked oats in it, but it is hazy for days. It is a triple IPA, checks in at 10.3%. Um, Topaz, Ella. Oh, excuse me. <coughs> Topaz, Ella, and Galaxy. And this is are the hops in that beer. Three bagger? Three bagger. Well, this is a, a, a fairly new, what was it, a week ago? Yeah. Two weeks uh-huh. ago, maybe? Right. Yeah, I think it was released last week. Yep. While I'm tasting this, tell me what I should be tasting. Well, what you should be tasting is whatever you taste. I we that's something that we don't do is tell you what you should be getting. I just didn't want radio you. silence. Yeah, it's there's bitterness. Now you're gonna you're gonna catch that bitterness on the second drink. Fill your mouth a little bit, let it hit the roof of your mouth, and that bitterness is really gonna fill fill your palate there. So topaz is gonna be your bittering hop. 
Ella and and uh, and Galaxy are going to give you a little bit of that spiciness with with yeah. some fruit character to it. Again, it's that that mouthfeel that I that I love so much about it. It kind of mm-hmm. um, it, it, it fills <laughs> it fills the the whole you know palate up with different flavors. And yeah, when you um, uh, when you talk about mouthfeel, like kind of going back to like talking about the experimental series, like the uh, it kind of reminded me of. Um, session ales or session ipas like i love the idea of that to have a a really hoppy beer that's slow abv but right. um it's i think it's better to have like a five percenter that's got balanced malt because then you don't just taste hops you taste a a, a play off of the malts too well, and most of the time and i you know the you talk about the the session ipas where there's there, there isn't that body to it and mm-hmm. things like that you know that's and they all have to me, their those place. Are, they're pool drinks to me it's yeah, like well, when yeah. I just riding a lawnmower want yeah. something to just go down and taste good and, yeah or you got to you know. drink all day that's awesome I mean, have those beers. Yeah, you're you're not drinking this one all day. No, <laughs> no, 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 you're not. It's fantastic though. So, it, Ella is a hop that I don't think I've seen you guys use before. Uh, we use it uh, in one other done, beer. Yeah, we use it in Undone. Yep, that's the, the, the only other beer that we use. In Australia. Australia. It's, um, yep. When aroma to me, it's it's almost really fruity. I get a lot of that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, but then. When you taste it, you do get that bitterness and some yeah. of the spiciness. And yeah, spicy is really what. When I threw it together, I mean, th- this whole process took about um, twelve minutes to design that beer. It's it's one of those things where, hey, let's use some spicy hops. Galaxy is going to give it a little bit of that that fruit, but and one hop that I did leave out in that is Columbus, and the way we use that Columbus is is going to yield that spiciness. Ella. And, and Columbus are going to give you that that sharp herbalness mm-hmm. that that will make this beer one of your favorites. I think. <laughs> it's and gonna, I'm talking to you. Now. It's going to be a dangerous one. Yeah. <laughs> Although you guys are going to be just a little bit closer to my house now when you move here. Yes. <laughs> just a little bit. Yes. Sweet. Um. So I, you know. We've got a whole bunch of other beers sitting here that we're yeah. going to kind of drink throughout the, the show. That we'll, yeah, we'll, um, Three Bagger, Mosaic, uh, our Hop Springs Eternal, which I know you're a big fan I of. I love that beer. Um, we do have something from Firestone Walker that we brought and something from uh, Cigar City that we brought. And I know you brought We've some We've got stuff. all kinds of other yeah. stuff, too, but yeah. um, I don't know what we'll get to during the show. We'll just sit here and just drink for shits and giggles. But, That's fine. That's um, up to you. Let's get on. I'll tell you, let's, let's take a quick break, and um, we'll come back, and we'll, we'll talk about what's going on here. Uh, Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi, Mike Cisneros here with a word about Brewhouse Dog Bones. By now, craft beer fans all over Cincy know the distinctive brown paper sack with a big red bone. You've seen it in great breweries like Mount Carmel, Listerman's, Rheingeist, 8 Ball, Braxton, and more. At just 5 bucks a bag, you know you can't find a more healthful or delicious treat for your best friend made from spent brewery grains, organic eggs, peanut butter, and brown rice flour. But did you know that Brewhouse Dog Bones is an educational program for developmentally disabled teens and young adults? It's available through the New Richmond, Cincinnati Public, Fort Thomas, Public, Sycamore, Oak Hills, and many more school districts across Southwest Ohio and Northern Kentucky. For more information on where to find Brewhouse Dog Bones or how to get your developmentally disabled loved one or your school district involved in the Brewhouse Dog Bones program, contact Lisa Graham at area code 513-520-0310 or visit www.brewhousedogbones.com. Give your dog the craft experience with Brewhouse Dog Bones. I look at I look at the Bud Light drinkers out there as a you know a forest to be harvested. They're all out there and, and they don't know any better yet, but they will. You don't you don't ever hear somebody say, Yeah, I used to drink that craft beer crap. But I <laughs> I went back to my Bud Light. You don't hear that, do you? No, you don't. You're listening to Cincy Brickcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi fans, I'm going to tell you about the new apparel supplier to Cincy Brewcast, Pastura Screen Print. Mario Pastura has built his family business with the craft beer movement in mind. They've done custom items for Old Firehouse, Listerman, and many more. Screen printing to embroidery, Pastura Screen Print has the answers for your custom apparel and marketing needs. 
Contact Mario or any of the pros at Pasteur's Screen Print at 513-550-2271 by email at pasture.screenprint at gmail.com and coming soon at www.pasturescreenprint.com. The craft of custom apparel is Pasteur's Screen Print. Listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. And we're back. Thanks, guys. <laughs> it's, Glad to be back. It's, only, it's only funny to us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you guys, when you were... were, were thinking about this move and i know we probably covered some of the stuff when we talked about it back in march or whenever it was um why why move what are the fears about moving like what is um dogberry the second you know just just kind of well i think why move was obvious to anybody that's been in our space i mean it's a lot of the same reasons that that, again taking it back to me not to take away from mad tree and what's going on with them right now but it's the same basic things it was yeah we simply outgrew the space we we identified a space early on that worked for us in the way that we wanted to develop our business all of this money is coming out of our pockets we're not we're not we don't have the ability to draw from deep pools of money so we decided we were going to start it small and grow it organically. And I think if you go back to the two or three shows that we've done together, you will hear the same thing. We yeah. built this our way, the way we wanted to, with our money from the ground up. And we're at a spot now where we realize that, one, we could do it, and two, we had to do it. Uh, we had outgrown our current spot. Anybody that's ever tried to park in our parking lot knows the frustration. Yeah, the Cincinnati Dayton Road location was our, our starter kit, so to speak. I mean, yeah. as we were homebrewing and, you know, going back and forth to each other's houses, then in the garage, it's like, you know, people like this stuff. How are we going to take that next step? So the easiest way was, you know, we found this place. It's, you know, it's small, but the rent was great. It was a good good way to start out. I mean, did you think yeah. you were going to outgrow it? Yeah, we hope so. We thought we were. Um, I think we would both agree that it happened a hell of a lot faster than we thought it would happen. But we also realized quickly that we were ignorant when we started. There's there's a lot of both <laughs> of those things. I I had no idea how long it would take. Like time right now is I I don't understand it because <laughs> <laughs> I, I it's weird to say, I mean, but like let me just mark looking, that so I can pull that clip. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like some things seem to family. take a hell of a lot longer than <laughs> yes, they should, and yeah. some things happen way and, too and fast. That's a, it changes weekly. It's like, wow, that was a quick week. Wow, this week is dragging because yeah. you know things. So well, much yeah, has I mean, happened in eight hours. I've been I've been then. peeking through the windows of the space for about a year now, <laughs> yeah. just looking at it, waiting for something to happen. I'm like, man, this is taking forever. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then it seems like I I didn't stop for one week, and I come in here, and there's it's like holy shit, the, the bones of a bar <laughs> sitting in front of me. There's a cold box sitting there. There's a, there's a damn brew system. There's an entire brew house i mean yeah. it's with th- fermenters a keg washer and all well, that I think, beautiful I stuff i think we said today it was like you know it's been like 14 months since or more since the idea of the next step yeah. and then we signed the lease here in the summer like yeah. in july or august so and, and it's I, crazy i, I mean. think to re- recap sort of or to build on that comment about we're doing it our way there's nothing against we we uh, I wish everybody the best and there's nothing against what the way others are doing it but this is the way that we can do it this is the way we chose to do it and we're building it slowly yes it's taking more time than we wanted it to to get to this point but it's why Dogberry is what it is well there's there's a lot of room in Cincinnati for a lot of different types of breweries and yeah. you guys the only way that you guys can be the type of brewery that you need to be is just to keep that that keep we the blinders be on and just do that thing because that's, it. that's why it worked yeah. at the old location and that's right. why it's going to work here. It's, you know, you, as long as you guys can can keep those well, blinders on and keep well, focus and that's, on that. Uh, it's we not, had to prove it's it to ourselves to first. It, it's not hard to do to keep the blinders on. 
and that's not to sound cocky or no. arrogant. It's right. that's just the way we are. And if if I think the term for that is way. stubborn. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Well, yeah. I, but we had we had to prove it to but ourselves. But it's, it's, it's that again, that's why work. it works. Yeah. That's what makes it so yeah. wonderful. But really, I mean, it's uh, I think we said this too at one point. It it's not an accident that it's come this far. This um, quickly. Yeah. Well, and you know, it it's been two years. It's quick or not quick. Maybe you know it's not as big as people thought it would be in that time period, but that's not what we set out to do. I think we. Yeah, and I will say that 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 big isn't always better. Right. I mean, it's we're we're that's not a, that's we're, a we're not here to term. be yeah we're yeah. not here to be the biggest we can be. We're here to be as good as we can be and fulfill the idea of what this brewery and what this company well, should be it's written on the glasses and it's yep. it's one of the first things that you guys told me when i first sat down with you guys is it's you guys are making the beer that you want right and here's to hoping other people want it too yeah which if is other why you've never seen a half of eisen or a belgian <laughs> triple <laughs> if other people <laughs> don't want the beer all of a sudden i it, it ends and, and you're like you know what this this wasn't the place for it this wasn't the time for it right. and that's it and we're okay with that we hope that you know that we're doing something that 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 people enough people want i think that should be clear at this yeah. point yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know with the goal of continually getting better if if somebody who has been a consistent visitor to our brewery if they could say with anything less than honesty that we haven't gotten better every time they've come in um they're not they're they're not being true to themselves i mean we we are trying every day to get better and better and we think that the majority of folks that come in the overwhelming majority of folks have an incredible time and enjoy the beers tremendously but we're going to keep getting better and that's just the way it is and it i mean that's that's the way that the outlook that you guys have on it is to me the way it, it has to be as soon as you as soon as you start doing things for for somebody else even if it is for us sitting at the bar mm -hmm. it, it it changes the whole dynamic of Absolutely. it and things uh, it doesn't work the same and and mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. people lose their See, uh, their uh, enthusiasm the phrase it. that i think i used very early on and, and i still use with folks is when you start chasing money that's all you do right that's all you end up doing is chasing that money not that you know obviously we're in business we work hard we want to make money we're not here to get rich we're not here to make money we love what we do we love this beer and we're going to keep making it now all that being said if if one day you get a wild hair up your butt and you're mm -hmm. like i wonder if i could make a good german hefeweizen sure i'll drink every drop no, of it, go. So. You just, saw just, it just for the record you saw on the board <laughs> you were back there a couple weeks ago that i wrote something up there about that. you know no i'm not afraid to to make some changes and and, and i have great experiences with those beers but i i'm afraid in a sense to make something that I'm not sure I can do it right in, in the sense that I know what I like and I've had those certain beers and I'm going to give a shout out. I mean, some of these folks are going to think I'm old in 1997. I was in Seattle, Washington and drank red hook Hefeweizen at a, at a keg party. I think I was like 13. Yeah. For the record, just seeing <laughs> and you know, the, the keg had, lemon wedges spread around the top of it and it was my my first time getting into that i i love that it's not the type of beer that we want to drink every day but when i when i do one i want to make sure we do it right and and it's not something that i think we've been comfortable with or that we've had a major desire to do you know i don't want to drink a half every day so i don't want to have one all the time you know it, and I think our brew house for the last two years has really limited that that ability to be creative or take chances because, quite frankly, you folks have been wonderful and have been <laughs> forcing us to continue to make certain beers because you come in every weekend and you crush a lot of beer and we have to replace it. So there, it, there hasn't been a lot of room for that creativity. So do you think that, and not to, not to you know, call anybody out or anything or say you know somebody can't do what they're doing but it the nano brewery idea is it 
Is it doomed from the get-go in a place like Cincinnati right now? I think it's a wonderful way to start. I think there's no way you can make money at it. So if um, it, it's, I don't, I mean, obviously Chris can, can tell you from his point of view too, uh, it, it, you can manage it and you can do it, but really it was a great way to start and grow the thing organically. I think it's the best way to learn and create your quality and create your vision. And we're incredibly grateful for the folks that have supported us in that vision and in that journey. I think it may go back to time. Like it, I think if you took a nanobrewery and you were, that's what you wanted to do. And I don't know what that time would be, but say like over 10 years, I think then it would be sustainable and, and profitable. And, um, but as far as efficiency, like, and being open enough to accommodate people who want to be here. So, you know, it, it takes eight hours a day to make uh, one barrel, 30 gallons of beer four times a week is our capacity. So the efficiency of it was just it's frustrating. Incredibly because it's incredibly like, inefficient. <laughs> so is it is it more like it has to be, a, if you really wanted it to work from the get-go, it's got to be one of those places where it's a, it's it's a hype machine where they're building hype for some kind no. of beer and releasing no. it and, no. and, and yeah. charging, charging no, out the ass for it. Doesn't it have to be that way because I, yeah. I think they would sell out too fast. Yeah, it um, doesn't have to be that way. I think it would it would be something that needs to be paired with uh, like some kind of food, like a, a kitchen, right? Where like, like Quarter Barrel in Oxford, is yeah. A good yeah. Example. yeah, they've yeah. they've made it work for a while. They have guest taps and a kitchen yeah. and. It doesn't have to be big, right? And are now mind. looking to move into Hamilton with yeah. a, a, another space because they, I, it's not working. I think that well, if you believe in what you're doing, get you're willing to put the time <laughs> in <laughs> and be patient with not only your customer base but with yourselves, and and not chase money again. You can you can start as a nano, and you can grow it into what you want it to be. But in the same sense, whatever your goals are for a nano, a nano is sustainable because I think we're, especially in an urban area or a small neighborhood, mm -hmm. I, I love what Fibonacci is doing. Mm -hmm. I love their little neighborhood. I grew I spent my summers in North College Hill, just, just south of where they are. I think that's incredibly wonderful. We love Bob and Betty. They're, mm -hmm. you know, they're they're doing they're doing a, a great thing down there. And if they decide to stay the the size that they are, I applaud that. That that's awesome. And that that's one thing that you just have to decide as a business owner: is this what I want to do? Do I want to keep working my second job, or do I want to keep letting my wife support me? You know, or is it time? to pay the bills with what we spend eight to 10 hours or 20 hours a day sometimes doing. And I think that's where we're at. We, we, we've seen a market that will allow that to happen mm -hmm. and we've proven it to ourselves the hard way that, <laughs> that we can do this. Um, we've, we've run it's that brew house four days a no, week. No peach pumpkin beer. Yeah. Here. We've run that thing four days a week for the past two and a half years, and it's. I think we've put our time in, and, and we've that, that earned tied into something we were talking about earlier today. Is, you. you know, the craft of making beer. You know, um, it's not just the actual making of the beer, but the craft of getting from on the stovetop to the garage to. Dogberry the first, Dogberry the second. I mean, it's it's an evolution, and mm -hmm. I I mean I think that's part of well, and the engineering, the community, and the family yeah. that it took to get this equipment in this building, especially on Saturday. The effort was yeah. nothing less than amazing from folks that didn't have to be here. I still can't picture how that stuff got in here. Well, <laughs> a lot of lot of smart people, a lot of big muscles, and. Um, I mean, we, we give a, a shit about words. it. Well, a little bit. You know, not as many as I would expect, no. actually. Yeah. There's, a lot, there's a lot of give a shit. And that, that seems to be what, what can drive you. You know, money is awesome. But those people who will pat you on the ass or tell you 
hey, this is awesome. Or when you, you never asked them to show up. And I'm going to give a shout out to Bill Bow, who runs Bow Automation. If you, you guys have robots, talk to Bill. I think Matry has a robot, yeah, by the he, way. He's two doors over. <laughs> he came out to check his mail and came over here and helped engineer a solution to get these fermenters in this building. And it's all about, um, really, this is this is that idea of what a community is. And it was a beautiful thing to see the effort that, that people put in. And when they left here, they felt good about it. They were tired. They were whooped. But it was a beautiful thing. It, yeah. It, so we, we've talked kind of about the excitement of this, this mm-hmm. place. I, what, is, what is the fear? I mean, you definitely said that, that it's kind of a mixture of both excitement and fear. Well, is sure. it just that the people that have made Dogberry their place don't accept it anymore? Is no, that, no, no, no. I don't, I don't have that fear. Uh, my fear? fear is, I think, based in humility. Uh, in the fact that we've got a lot on the line, we've put a lot of money out yeah. there, and you. you know it's going to be up to us to we we can get folks in here once. It's our job to get you to come back, and folks coming back are going to be the folks that help us cover the cost of what it took to put all that pretty stuff in this building. It is very shiny. Yes, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. So tell people kind of what when they come in here this let's say late spring yeah we're um, open late march we don't um, we don't know yet uh, what what are they going to expect when they walk in the store what's what's it going to feel like what's it going to look like what's it going to uh, taste like what's it i think what you're going to what you're going to see is a cleaner more streamlined version of what you've seen at our current place um it's going to be very friendly, the same feel. When you walk in, people are going to know you, and it's going to be nice and laid back. There there will be no pretension. There will be no complication as to what's going on here. We're just drinking beer that we love to make, and that's it. I think when you when you walk in the doors, like, you know, it, it's been an evolution. We thought maybe the the end door would be the main door, but there's a door in the middle of the space. So that naturally leads to where the bar will be, and we're thinking natural wood um, bar tops, yep. um, like whole pieces of logs that are um, some oak trees that have been sliced up that will become our bar top is what we're thinking. But yeah, so a mix of uh, natural wood, some some metal, some mm-hmm. tile. But I, I think it's a grown-up version of. Um, I mean, yeah. really, really, what we've done um, at the first place was. You know what? What would be the sweetest? Like, if you could use your whole basement for a bar, what, yeah. would, it, what would it look like? And We've then, lived a young man's <laughs> dream. Well, and that's so. you know, there's there's lots of different types of tap rooms around Cincinnati. I don't know if I've if I've written the post. I'd have to actually go back and look and see if I ever wrote it. But I know that I've had the idea for a long time of what are these different types of tap rooms. And yeah. anytime you walk into a new tap room, you know it's going to fit one of these mm-hmm. ideas and. Way one of back. them is is that the the neighbor's basement garage, yeah. Yeah. you know that sure. kind of thing, and you guys have kind of managed to hold on to that just enough, mm-hmm. kind of like uh, kind of like Listerman was, but yeah. is but more so before their their big expansion, you know where it yeah it's it's nice, but it still feels still feels real real oh, it's, homie. it's it's yeah. it's, yeah. it's well, I mean we still we still want. Uh, some aspects of like the picnic tables that we use we want yeah. a corner where there's like some couches where you can lounge at we want a, an area where the kids can play that come in you know like and that's really what what our basements are like i mean it's like are we gonna have to walk past a bathtub to get to the bathroom no <laughs> <laughs> no but thank maybe. goodness <laughs> we'll although i'm of kind it. of gonna miss that yeah. i need a picture some folks, right there on that some wall. folks have asked if we're bringing the bathtub yeah. you, no we're not I bringing think, the tub i think just a little picture <laughs> in a frame well at this point budget wise it might be good for the wash sink and the <laughs> yeah <bird>. right yeah <laughs> Um, oh Games-wise, are you going to put in any kind of, you know, pinball, um, we have, baseball, something? We have an incredible friend, um, regular type neighbor buddy. We call him Chief. Um, he's a fire chief in a local municipality. 
has decided to donate a um, ski ball game. Awesome. And a full-size air hockey table. I believe that would be the first ski ball and the first air hockey table yep. in a Cincinnati yes. brewery. Yep. <laughs> so, of course, you get that. I mean, really talk about feeling like a really nice basement with a bunch of shiny stainless steel. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just your, your basement just got a whole lot nicer. <laughs> I hope everybody can hear our neighbor. Right our neighbor just <laughs> our neighbor just started up his brand new M4, and the thing is just a beautiful machine. <laughs> that's that's why we're sitting here laughing because we can hear it and you can't. Uh, they might be able to. I tell you what, let's let's take another break. Um, when we come back, we'll kind of talk about what's happening in Cincinnati right now. I've got a whole bunch of beer news that I need to oh. to cover at some point. So, well, I mean, not anything that exciting. <laughs> it's all stuff you guys know about. But oh, um, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll had our commentary we'll be back thanks for listening cincy brewcast the voice of cincy craft you know there's no need to be up tight <laughs> beer beer is about having fun the dream the dream is definitely the fact that we went from homebrewing in a garage to where we are today right that is that is the dream where we go from here we're gonna we're gonna continue to figure out as we grow. Uh, we uh, and we don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. Can you have more fun with your clothes on? I don't think so. <laughs> We're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hey everybody, we're brought to you by Brewer's Buddy, your best friend in brewing. Brewer's Buddy is the latest homebrewing system on the market. It's a patent-pending, gravity-fed, beer homebrewing platform made affordable for anyone who loves the craft of brewing beer. It's versatile, durable, affordable, and it's safe. You can follow them at Brewer's Buddy on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and you can find out more about them at BrewersBuddy.com. Make sure you pre-order now at www.brewersbuddy.com. Brewer's Buddy, your best friend in brewing. This is Steve Shaw. This is Eric Bosler. Hi, my name is Gamal Nagy. Hey, y'all. This is Sean Willingham. This is Brett Coleman-Baker. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette. Hi, this is Evan Rouse. Cellar Dweller Craft Beers. Darkness Brewing. Rivertown Brewing Company. Permissible Brew Works. Urban Artifact Brewing. Blank Slate Brewing. Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. In Cincinnati. In Northside. In Hamilton, Ohio. Bellevue, Kentucky. Mar, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast. Cincy Brewcast. And you're listening to Cincy Brewcast. The voice. The voice. The voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> if you only knew how funny it was. <laughs> it just it, it the car has left you. Changes, <laughs> yeah. It's just, he's still sitting there. <laughs> it changes the whole flow of the show. It makes it so weird for me. But yeah, um, I we we probably should have put this up live on on Facebook or something so people could see in the space. Maybe we'll, maybe fun. maybe we'll do something afterwards. I'm, I'm sure you'll take some pictures there, Mister Nomi. Um, no, we'll 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 do a Facebook video before we leave just yes, to get sir. some people I'll excited. So Cincinnati <laughs> is is kind of exploding right now. It's you know as as a beer blogger, it's insane because it's hard to keep up with. It's yeah, like just constant new beer, new events, that kind of stuff. Um, are there any new beers that you guys have gotten to try around town locally recently that you were excited about? Anything you, know, you want to try that you haven't I gotten wish to? There were, yeah, um, <laughs> but we've spent all of our time keeping the current place rolling and making this place what it is. Well, we have, did, we have uh, not I, gotten out. I tried a Brass Monkey. Johnny gave me two sips of it yeah. at volleyball the other night. That was awesome. Thanks I did try. have a Brass Monkey at the uh, Beer Week <laughs> uh, collaboration beer meeting. Yeah, that was nice. From, um, from what I understand, your Listerman's going to be doing a new can every month. Yeah. Well, I, for the foreseeable you know, future. Hey, Jason, if you're listening, I was the first guy to fill out your uh, survey for the beer week beer, so I want to I want a can of Tony each. wants credit for that. Biggie and Pac, <laughs> Biggie and Pac, bring it, Jason. Um, let's 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 run through the list really quick. Some of the stuff that I've got. Mm-hmm. Um, Homie comes back from Ryan Guys this oh, week. Yeah, there, so home brewer um, 
collaboration competition kind of thing. Um, you know, I, it's a Belgian. I'm not a huge Belgian fan, but right. we've um, made that clear on our end as well. On the other side, though, Rivertown is doing that Brennan's Bucknut <laughs> Brew that they did last year. The the chocolate peanut butter yeah. stout, the big fantastic beer. So I, I'm yeah. excited about that. Um, which that should be on at uh, both Lockland and Monroe. I think they're trying to keep all of the beers the same on both locations. Mm-hmm. Which. Um, for the record, I do not like. I want special beers at each place to make me go to both. But, hmm. um, hey, Gamal, are you listening? <laughs> Streetside <laughs> is doing um, well. They just recently, I think, tapped another one of their um, Northeast IPAs uh, called Oh Shoot, which um, I think they're killing. If they could get those into packaging, yeah. Hint, hint, everybody in Cincinnati, if they could get those in packaging. It would be a big hit. So it seems to um, be a worthy cause. Keep <laughs> keep your keep your eyes peeled for that. They also did some kind of a uh, a stout, which I don't have in my notes right now because I I think they just tapped it today. But um, something else that they've got going on there. But if you haven't been to Streetside, there's new stuff popping up it's, all the time there. I, and I really enjoy um, that place. It's neat. Their barrel aging is happening under your feet when you're standing in the mm-hmm. tap room. All kinds of really fun stuff is coming on there. So that's exciting. <laughs> um, Braxton has Jump Start, a brown ale with coffee, which is mm-hmm. which is cool. I like I like coffee beer and I like um, something that it's with their um, their bourbon barreled mm-hmm. coffee. So the beans are aged in the barrels, not the beer. Yeah. So something uh-huh. fun, something exciting. They've also got some other beer at Braxton that they are. I can't remember what it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a ice cream beer. Be quiet. <laughs> you, you don't want to use that ice cream company's name without permission. Um, <laughs> well, I, there's a fun story. I'll tell you about that, too. When uh, I've been writing about this ice cream beer for the last, I don't know, how long, a couple of weeks. And um, the ice cream company... Um, has their own PR people. And so talking to them has kind of been a weird adventure of craziness that doesn't make any sense. But um, (laughs) Dead Blow is in cans. Um, That's exciting from Braxton. Um, I think they, I don't know if I'm allowed to say how many cans they're going to have this year, but a lot, I think, is is the way to put that. Um, Packaging, are we going to see packaging from you guys? Um. We look at that as maybe some limited bomber runs, which I think every time we we think about it, maybe that we fall out of love with that a little bit more. But you know, uh, we love the whole mobile canning idea, and occasionally, maybe you see some cans come out of here. I, mm-hmm. I think a like a a tap room released, um, you know, bottle, yeah, whether it be a just a normal bomber, yeah, or a cork and yeah. cage something or other, but just would be kind not of fun, but. not. Not a huge run of that that stuff, and you can see we have a lot of space seemingly, but we don't have room for a big time barrel aging program, and it's, it, it's not something that we really I think have a have a big mission for. I mean, there's plenty of guys doing wonderful stuff with that, and I think the world is just better letting letting them do it. Yeah, I think it'll sense. it'll it'll play out pretty organically, like everything else. Like Bingo. if we if the opportunity comes oh, up, what's the phrase? Bam. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Indeed. <laughs> uh, let me roll through these real quick. 50 West, their coffee, please. Chocolate churro is back. Old Firehouse has their Bach on. We're headed into Bach mm, season, yeah. and I'm going to have a whole bunch about all of the box. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like your, oh, yeah, I like your semi-Bach. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're one of the Bach purists that kind of frown on a quasi Bach or in when Oktoberfest rolls around and there's, you know, quasi Oktoberfest sitting around, you know what? I get over it. I mean that to me, like their Bach is a limiting style within itself. Sure. And how many traditional box, how many doppel box, how many my box, you know, how, how many of those do we need in Cincinnati? We've got 38 breweries or something, you know, if somebody wants to do a quasi Bach, it fits in perfectly. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll take it. We did it. Uh, Mount Carmel, <laughs> are you doing it again this year? Yeah. Oh, okay. So in the fermenter. Getting ready to, to post my post here in the coming yeah. weeks. So. Oh yeah, put it um, on. Fry height Bach. Free the good. Mount Mount Carmel is. Um, they did a couple for a crosstown shootout. There is a label that came through today for a hoppy wheat. 
that um, I'm Saw waiting that. for a response about. But see, um, I'm a I'm a huge fan of everything that comes out of Mount Carmel. Hmm. Um, I mean, back when Jared was there, they're very deliberate about the stuff yeah. they do. Yeah, I think everything they've done for the past five to ten years, it's very quiet and. I like to think we're following right along in that same vein. Yeah. Um, they, there's a lot of sneaky stuff that's so good that comes out of oh, there yeah. that a lot of people don't know of because it's, you know, maybe it doesn't fit their well, social network. And, and yeah. you talk about their, they've had the same four core styles for how long? And they're, yeah. Yeah. they're very basic in the name, and very basic very in the style. But it. I'll be damned if you don't go pick them up and just sit down yeah. and drink it. If it's not dead on to what you want that style yeah. to be. They're very and, good at it. Um, yeah. it's, it's fantastic. So yeah. and it, really exciting things that I think you're going to see from them in the coming year. Sweet. I mean, we've heard some rumblings about a taproom expansion and yeah. all that stuff. Uh, we know they own a lot of land there. So um, they're doing some fun stuff. Um, Bad Tom has their new system in. Um, they're kind of ramping stuff back <coughs> up and uh, trying to, again, get themselves on that track that they know they need to be on. So Cole Hardy Killer is back from them, um, which I liked um, when they were at the uh, – uh, the the Cincy Beer Week stuff last year. They sure. had just done that one, and I liked it. So excited to see what they can do. And then, of course, Woodburn. You have to talk about them because they're just kicking ass. and um, Nice place. Uh, extremely crowded because they're so good. But um, they've got an amber and a hoppy wheat that they did last week, and I think making more of their session IPA, the hammer this week. And so mm -hmm. there's just something new. It seems like every day there. So there's just a ton of really good beer. I, I I'm sure that I missed on probably half of what is new this week, <laughs> but, um, uh, of course the gadget, I didn't even talk about that from urban right. artifact, which, which I think we might have the there. pleasure of drinking sometime um, tonight. Uh, they are getting, are, are bottling. I think they bottled today or yesterday. Their first, um, oak aged sour so uh, you're going to hear a whole lot from them this year a yeah. whole lot of people uh getting real excited That's about another sours place that in we Cincinnati. Love. Brett has been oh, yeah. awesome with us and an incredible help you know every time we've reached out no matter what it is if it's a conversation if it's a barrel or just you know a good time it's another perfect example. Those guys have been right there for us all the time. One yeah. of those places that's doing what they want to do and yeah. just hoping that there are other people that right. like and they, it. They believe in it. And if folks don't care, then so what? If, 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 if you think we're not doing things the way we should be doing it, it's okay. Right. It's okay. There's, we're we're going to do what we there, want. And there are plenty of other places for you to go drink if you don't yeah. like one place. So yeah. We want yeah. you to come to our place. They want you to come to their place. But... <laughs> You're not chasing that money. Um, Taft's is also, I forgot to mention them. They got that 27 lager they just mm -hmm. tapped maybe tonight. I don't remember, but, hmm. um, and rumor is that's going to make it into cans too once yeah. they get their production facility up. So okay. there's going to be tons of beer. So on what tap do you know about that packaging. production facility? How close are they? Um, I don't know anything because they don't really talk to me very much. Okay. What else is in news in Cincinnati? Expansions. Obviously, we're sitting in one of them. Um, Rivertown yeah. opened up Monroe, yeah. um, kind of in this neck of the woods here. Yep. And, um, well, yeah, about 10 miles north of here. Yeah. Matry 2.0 obviously is, um, going yeah, crazy. That place is beautiful. Um, mm. it's, it's kind of insane. I think that they've done more soft openings for more people in the last <laughs> couple of weeks than I think anybody yeah. has ever done. We enjoyed our night there. <laughs> it was yeah. All three of us were yeah. there that night. Yeah. Um, New breweries, you got uh, that 16 lots over in oh, Mason yeah. was just that. announced. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know how close they are. Yeah. I, it's one of those things where I think people got real excited to write something, and I don't, I don't know that it's um, far enough along to, to warrant a discussion quite yet. But, again, a, a part of town that I think a brewery is, is primed to open up in is Mason. And yep. Um, I think that, again, it – does nothing but help this northern part of the city that has been sure kind of lacking for a while. We would like beer. to remind them though that there are breweries, there are north, other breweries north, north of there. the city. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yes. I I don't know if he was misquoted or not, but um, mm. it's possible. You know. 
There's a lot of breweries up here now at this point. (laughs) Once now that Rivertown is up here, there's a whole lot of beer going to be made up here in Butler County. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, of course, the closing, you know, eight ball. Mm. I have to at least mention it. It makes me mad when I talk about it, so we won't dwell on it too long. But we've had that discussion. Ken Lewis has decided (laughs) that bourbon is more important than beer, and he's sorry, and he waves and. Dances across the parking lot, and you know what? I it makes me mad. So, uh, Ken Lewis, I'm I'm angry with you. I haven't written the article because I'm angry. I don't want to write an angry article, but um, they mm. are closing. But somebody else is going there. Um, nobody's saying who it is yet, and uh, there will be beer in the party source. So nobody freak out. There will be a brewery there, and I'm excited to find out who. And I will lots say, of around, as a business owner. That, Ken, you should be okay with what you're doing. As a business owner, he should. Yes. Even though the beer fans may be disappointed, it's okay to do what's best for you. Of course it's okay for him to do it, but that doesn't mean I have to like him. No, you don't have to. As a a craft beer drinker, uh, it makes me mad. Um, There's a a strange dichotomy in all this where I struggle with some of that, and I probably shouldn't say part of what I'm going to say here. But there are those of you who love this industry and this this social aspect of things, and there are those of us that own it's this, a, it's a this weird industry. Kind of thing. And opinions and feelings have to be weighed when when your when your family and your and your personal monies are not at stake. And it's wonderful that people put so much effort and energy into this industry that that aren't actually a part of it right but those of us and not saying that we're going to do anything like that but those of us who have had the ability to move on or decide that, that they that limo wanna, with spuds mckenzie in the in the back sitting out there in the yeah <laughs> if they you know if, if folks have that opportunity and they decide that's what's best for them you know, that's that's one thing that, you know, that's not us, but those folks that, that get to that point, we have to respect that. You don't have to respect it. I What's think it's, that old saying about uh, opinions? Everyone's got yeah, one. Yeah, but it's They're very different like, uh, for you just guys. Like a, if, just like a, a, a hold balloon on, it's, knot. It's like, well, it's <laughs> opinions are just like assholes. Everyone's got one. Some stink worse than others. <laughs> but but flip it around to, Sorry, to, to use you guys as, as an example. So... If tomorrow this isn't working the way you guys need it to work and you decide that this doesn't make sense for you anymore and you close the doors. Right. Do you quit making beer? No. That's the difference. You're still a craft beer person. No matter what happens here, no matter who sits at that bar, no matter who comes in and offers you a check mm-hmm. no matter no matter what happens you're right. still a craft beer yeah, person if, if that's yeah if that's what you're saying and that's yeah. where i feel deceived is that this was a guy who i felt ah. had some kind of stake in beer see and, and cared about we've beer. never met him we don't know him right um, i can't speak to that but i will never disparage somebody from or you know for the fact that they want to take care of their family or their business He's, um, he's got to put food on the table, which sure. I'm sure was. Yeah, that's why was, I. They were that's probably starving, that's so. why you go out with a, <laughs> with an implement and, and and you shoot a deer and you <laughs> put and it again, in the freezer. This, this, this isn't a topic that I that, that I really wanted to get into because I know that I'm irrationally angry about it and it doesn't it doesn't right really make that. sense because it's a business and I get that. But right, man, it, it you know as a guy who. You know, I don't have a stake in this industry, but at the same time, I spent a shit ton of time and a shit ton of money yeah. no, doing and, and my that's weird what, little part. That's what those of us who make the money back on our efforts every day depend on folks like you and people who are less involved than folks like you. I just have a... There's a fine line between what's okay to say or write or you can feel whatever you want. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm all about freedoms, but um, until you've been on this side of it, there's certain things that certain people shouldn't say. I get it. Until, I, until you understand where 
that guy is coming from. When you're awake at three in the morning wondering how you're going to get a mash ton in the building or how are we going to pay for this or what's the best way to to do that, it's it's sometimes difficult to hear irrational criticisms. And I'm not putting you on the spot. This right. is not you. There are those out there that use a social media or uh, other type platform to take shots at those that, that they, don't, they don't have any idea what they're talking you, about. You see it a lot when a brewery does decide to sell to quote-unquote big beer. And, yeah. and, and fortunately, right. so far, we haven't had to deal with that here sure. in Cincinnati, but there will come that day where we do. And it, it, it to me, know. that's... To me, that's a better example of it because yeah. these are people who I, f- I really do think that when, when these things are happening around the country, people feel like the beer is not going to suffer, that it's going to improve some aspect of it, getting the beer to more people or what, you know, helping, you know, um, well, it doesn't uh, help bring, bringing it, money into it. It a, doesn't make a neighborhood brewery better. I mean, and that's what we are. I mean, you turn around and look at this big stuff. We're only making beer to fill this neighborhood. And we'll we'll sell it outside of here when we have to. Right. It's one of those things that, you know, it, being bought up by a big company is not going to make a neighborhood better by any means. But I have a hard time at this point begrudging somebody thinking about making a profit when they've put in their, their due diligence and done their time and done things the right way and they can make a little bit of money. I'm okay with that. I mean, not saying that's us by any means, right. but I'm okay with somebody being different than who we are or, you know, what what folks might think should be the model of what craft beer is. The moral of the story, eight balls closing. Yeah. And that makes a lot of people sad and that probably makes one person happy i don't know it it, doesn't make me happy but i'm okay with it (laughs) it's it's happening and we've got to come to terms with it and it definitely shifts um the spotlight on some of the aspects of uh, what craft beer is here in cincinnati and kind of gives you a different uh a different thing to look at of what's Mm -hmm. happening around town and um it's not the last brewery is going to close it's not um so who's the next one though well i'll tell you once the (laughs) thing's off um (laughs) well um kind of shifting news there we get um tap and screw announced that they are closing their current tap room because it was just bought until their oakley tap room opens up and they have signed papers for a uh, production facility off of red bank road they were really good um, at keeping that quiet it happened really fast, from what I understand. So, yeah. um, where's the Oakley Tap Room? Um, it is on Madison, is kind it near of near like Dewey's or by the theater. Or? Uh, no, I th- I think it's closer to on the Oakley Square yeah. than okay. what Madtree is. Um, but again, you know, kind of shifting, kind of changing, closing, opening, you know, it's, there's, there's just lots of movement right now of people trying to yeah. um, figure out where their place is, what, what, what makes the most sense for them. So yeah. don't want to beat a dead horse about it, but you know, it's hard for people who aren't involved in the day-to-day operations to comment on how somebody would run their business. And I think further to that, and I guess I, I, I didn't want to say this tonight, but I've said it in public or in our tap room. I, I hate the fact that there seems to be a lot of almost somewhat public rooting for people to fail. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I we can't have, stand that. We have people who, I mean, uh, of course, you, you as a customer have a right to pick and choose where you spend your money. Right. But folks that put their financial wherewithal and their time and their family on a line for folks to in albeit a very small minority of people but it's a very vocal minority yeah, too. to publicly root for somebody to fail it, it's it's disheartening to me um, personally to see that negativity and you know it, it makes me think that those are folks that have no idea what 
it's these the, people have put on. It's the not line. what craft beer is about either. It's right. You know, people talk about the community of craft beer, and it's not necessarily just breweries getting along with yeah. each other. That's it's not, not what that not means. Not all of us have an investment or, you know, a, a, a venture firm behind us. It's Most of us have our nuts on the line. And and it's it's disheartening to see some of that from folks that it, your opinion is is important, and we can learn from that, and we can improve our business upon that. But the public rooting for failure is is really hard for me to read and and not comment on. Well, and and I think that more comments like that are better than less comments like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think people need to understand that by far the majority of the people that are in craft beer want to see more breweries we want to see the breweries that are here every single one of them get better and do more exciting things and get their beer more places and get more people in their tap rooms we want things to be better and more exciting you know i don't care if you're the best brewery in cincinnati there's still something you can do that's going to make you that much better and is going to give you a better position in the united states and in the world and 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 make everything better you know we just in westchester or, or even just in Westchester, <laughs> even just on Crescent Park Drive. Yeah. Um, Jungle Gems voted um, one of the top what five beer retailers. Yes, yeah, by rate beer. Um, wait, wait, wait. Let me rephrase that. Jungle Gems Fairfield was rated one of the top beer retailers in the country, and I need to emphasize that Jungle Gems Fairfield, the OG, because that's my <laughs> stomping grounds. Um, not that I don't love Eastgate, but. I don't love you as much as Fairfield. Um, Rivertown is shutting down their food program at Lachlan. More sad news, but it is news. It's happening. Um, I well, I'll, I'll I'll refrain from some comments on that, but they I guess got really got, now we're starting to hold our tongues. I'm trying to hold my tongue <laughs> I mean, the whole time. On. They've they've gotten I guess too big for what they were licensed to do there, and so it's. I don't know. Scaling back, we um, we talked about Listerman. Of course, the can releases doing one a month um, for the foreseeable future. And then, Sensi Winter Beer Fest is getting ready to kick off in like a, what a week, ish, somewhere around there. Uh, their tenth anniversary, and they did five collaboration beers all around town. Um, I don't know how they chose the five breweries, but they're doing. Um, a beer with Ryan Geist, Braxton, Mad Tree, Tafts, and Rock Bottom. Um, so, Cincy Winter Beer Fest, if you love crowds and a not-so-great beer list, then hit them up. Or wait until the summer and go to Jungle Gym's Beer Fest, which I think kicks its ass. Which but, we should have Dogberry at. Um, which will be really exciting. What do you want people to know about Dogberry that they don't know? Man, that's hard to say. What what I want them to know is that it's okay to come. It's uh, <laughs> it's definitely okay <laughs> to come. <laughs> we're uh, we're really excited about what we're approaching and what we're going to open here. Uh, I think further is that we are not out there to be the type of brewery that's going to chase what you know that what the trends are going to be if 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 you believe in a in a small company that's going to make the beer that that we want to make and share it with you then we're the place you want to be we're gonna we're gonna provide you a space that's very comforting very homey very neat you can see all the manufacturing and a lot of shiny shiny stainless steel um (laughs) It's just a great place to hang out and have a conversation. And I've, have, I've have met some, really some of good my beer. favorite people that I've met in a tap room at Dogberry. Yeah. And um, I don't know what that is. I don't know what you guys do to, to create that atmosphere. But I think it's, it's just part of who working. we are. Yeah. That's what I, I, I don't know. It just goes back. Like I, I, I don't, I guess personally, I don't read as much of the beer blogs um besides Except for the besides, well yeah I, you yeah <laughs> i was gonna get that uh I'm, I'm i mean that's a daily thing but as far as like the uh what you comment on like i don't see that firsthand all the time i see it sometimes and i'm just like come on you know whatever dude 
let's let's go have a beer. I mean, I, I guess that's it. I mean, it's just like, like that's that's the perfect way to to, to put it. You know, <laughs> what, like, are we, what are we doing here? Come let's, on, let's everybody, just let's just go have a beer. Everybody, just well, relax. And, and, and like, yeah, like with you know, it's funny. Like when I just walked over to the other side of the room to check on something, um, uh, I went to the bathroom. Uh, you know, to, like Tony reads. You know, he reads. He's concerned. He's up on the uh, the Twitter feed which is great and but knowing the two of us over the years like he he has been able to handle that and uh process it like if i read that every day and <laughs> and cared about it on that level and on the level that i care about certain things i would i would physically harm somebody be a fucking so, disaster <laughs> yeah and he knows that and i know that so it's like you, you just got to pick your spots and that, that goes back to you know, everybody has their opinion, um, but uh, it's it's just like this is what we want to do. Let's we go want have a beer. We yeah. want it to fit in the community. Um, and, and for those of you, we're not going to fight to. You I, I will say I'm, and I'm going to channel a little bit of Chris here. For those of you that ripped us up and down for having plastic fermenters mm. and we're not a real brewery and on and on, I'd say. You missed out on a lot, but um, make sure you take your time coming to the new place to see all this beautiful stuff and let the people that have supported us. I, see I heard first. you guys were going to put a little piece of plastic in every batch just to get that. Just in case. <laughs> yeah, just in case. A L- little bit of stank on it. Well, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens here, and I mean that in the best Weird way time. possible. Um, this is exciting for for you guys. It's gonna for, be a beautiful thing for people who live up here like me. For people who have been finding a place to park for the last yeah. Uh, yeah. couple two, of years, two and a half years. We um, love those people. Thank <laughs> yes. you, thank you, thank you. There's big things <laughs> happening here, and um, yeah, I, I I can't wait. You know, congratulations mm-hmm. to you guys, thank and you. thank you. Um, yeah, we'll do something. We'll do a quick video here so people can see this. We'll see yeah. how many people. Right will, Thanks, um, folks. Please come care. see us. And yeah, don't forget, you. we're still pouring beer at the new place and or at the current place. And come see us here when, when we're ready. Um, but uh, which which will not be long, judging by what I'm looking at here. You right. guys are we're getting there. right on track. Um, the weather will be just getting ready to change, just changing, and. Um, People are going to be dusting off their drinking shoes and getting oh, back yeah. out. Yeah. And, and uh, here we go. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, here we go. Um, thank you guys very so, much for, uh, our for sitting down. Um, everybody, uh, make sure you are following us on iTunes and I don't know, rating and I, don't, I can't do I think you, I think you like Snapchat or I think something like that, right? I am on Snapchat, but I can't, I can't figure it out. <laughs> I don't understand how it works, but I, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, uh, well, hopefully, I can send my teenage kids over. Well, that's it. Hopefully, when, when, when I have this baby, she'll figure out Snapchat exactly. real quick and teach me how to use it. So, um, I think on iTunes you can like rate things, and it's probably good for us somehow. I don't really understand all that, but do that, please. Um, tell everybody about us: Twitter, Facebook. The gnarly gnome since he broadcast. Please, folks, drink him with the gnome now. That's another story, but live your life, be positive. Let's go. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, guys. Since he broadcast, the voice of Since he Craft. <laughs>